So this is going to be my final sermon to you on this series on the Eucharist. So we heard tonight the Lord conclude his Bread of Life discourse. So tonight I want to focus in thinking on the Eucharist on a very practical question, which is why is it that receiving our Lord in Holy Communion so often fails to transform us? That we're given everything, we're given this bread of life, and yet why is it that we're not all saints? Why is it that we haven't been changed? Well, I want to start by making an analogy with going to the gym. So I don't go to the gym very often, but um, when I registered with a new doctor here in West Moors, he gave me a, a free voucher to go to the local gym. And um, as many of you will know, when you go into these gyms, there's all this array of equipment that you um, get confused by and puzzled. And, and when you go to the gym, if you want to be healthy, if you want to be fit, it's not enough just to go. There are two other things you've got to do. You've got to, when you've gone through the doors, you've got to not just panic at this bewildering display of equipment, but you've got to exercise while you're there. But not only that, and this is my main point to you, if you're going to benefit from the gym, you've got to be prepared by what you do before and what you do after in what you eat. You've got to eat a healthy diet. That if you exercise on a full bloated stomach, well, that can do you damage. And if you exercise on a weak, malnourished body, that will damage you in a different way. That to benefit from the gym, you've got to not merely go and exercise, but you need to prepare yourself with a whole lifestyle. And so the comparison I want to make to you is that it's the same with receiving Holy Communion. That if we want to benefit from Holy Communion, if we want to receive Holy Communion and not have it damage us, then our lifestyle has to be right and we have to be prepared properly for it. Otherwise, as I've quoted in the newsletter, the most famous quote from St. Paul on this, where he, he warns that if we eat and drink unworthily of the Lord, we eat and drink condemnation upon ourselves. And we damage ourselves. That what's available to us in Holy Communion? Well, everything is available in Holy Communion because Holy Communion is the Lord. It, it comes with everything. But we're only going to benefit if we are approaching it the right way, if we're properly prepared, if our lifestyle is properly oriented to it. Now let me note an additional point about this thought of preparing ourselves for communion. And it's this, that being prepared for Holy Communion isn't just an on-off switch, that there are degrees of preparing ourselves for communion. That the more we're prepared, the, the more we're going to benefit. <coughs> that most pivotally, the way to prepare is a good lifestyle, and confession for us in as much as we're not living a good lifestyle. Most basically, we need to, to get confession when we committed a, a mortal sin, a serious sin. And that's not just 
some old-fashioned teaching. It's the teaching of the Bible, it's the teaching of 2,000 years, as I've quoted in the newsletter, it's a teaching repeated by Pope Francis just, just recently. And it just makes sense. We've got to prepare ourselves for this great thing. And prepare ourselves in particular with confession for the most grievous sins. Well, what, what, what would be examples of those? Well, I've listed in the newsletter three rather different examples but starting, in a sense, with a, a basic thing, Sunday Mass. Well, if I've missed Sunday Mass, I've missed, I've failed in my most basic obligation to worship the Lord, to worship the Lord in the way he has told us, do this in memory of me, to do it on the Lord's day. And if I've missed that, apart from if I've been sick, or the car's broken down, or something that's not my fault. But, but if, I've, if I've failed in that duty, I've failed in something serious. And I can't then just turn up to another Mass as if I haven't done anything serious, and go up and receive communion as if everything was all right. I need to make things right. And I do that by seeing that I've done something wrong. What we call repentance. And resolving not to do it again. And going to be forgiven, to be put right in the sacrament of confession. Another example I've listed in the newsletter, different example, but pornography. Or the related solitary life. <coughs> again, this is a serious thing and if... If we've failed in it, we need to put ourselves right with the Lord before being ready to receive him. And the third category I've listed in the newsletter there, sometimes it's not a, an individual sin that's a problem, but what's called our state of life, an ongoing situation in our life that we need to, to put right before we're ready to approach the Lord. But in whatever sin, it's the same pattern. We need to see that I've, I've done something wrong, to, to repent of it, to resolve not to do it again. And yes, I may know I'm weak and know I'm likely to fail again, but I do decide I am going to not do it. I, I make that decision and I ask the Lord's forgiveness and I come to him in confession. And by doing that, I'm then ready, prepared to receive the Lord the altar. So I say that most particularly about mortal sin, those most serious sins. But beyond that bare minimum, to repeat what I said already, if we're going to benefit from the sacrament, there are degrees of being prepared. And if I want to benefit more, then I need to be more prepared. So I've sometimes been asked, well, how often do I have to go to confession? Well, a better question is, how often is it good for me to get to confession? Well, the more I go to confession, and the more deeply I go to confession, which we're only going to be able to do if we're going regularly, then the more I'm purifying my soul and, and getting myself ready to receive something more of what's available. 
in Holy Communion. So we're now in the fourth week of these weeks where our readings have been focusing on um, the Lord in, in Holy Communion. Those readings these weeks have repeatedly challenged us. Our first two readings challenged us with respect to this question of lifestyle. That if our lifestyle isn't right, then something's not going to be right in us for Holy Communion. So as we heard in our second reading, that you must be very careful about the sort of lives you lead. That's why we had the the reading in our first reading, to, to leave your folly and live. Because if our lives aren't suitable for Holy Communion, then we're not going to be ready for what's available in this gift. So to close by coming back to the analogy I began with. There's no point going to the gym unless your lifestyle, your diet, is ready for what's happening at the gym. And we're not going to be ready for Holy Communion unless we're living the lifestyle, unless we're regularly going to confession.